Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. So the gospel continues right where yesterday's gospel left off. Jesus uh, exercises the man with the possessed spirit in the synagogue. Then he leaves the synagogue and goes to Simon's mother-in-law's, his Simon's mother-in-law's house in Capernaum. He cures her of her fever, which to us maybe doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but in the ancient world, that would have been amazing, right? Word spreads, and all of a sudden people are hearing that in town right now is this Yeshua of Nazareth, who has the power over sickness and disease. All these people, all these various diseases, they come scurrying over to him. And just, I mean, imagine living in, yeah, like the ancient world, a world before penicillin, a world before antibiotics, disinfectant, a world before painkillers. And you, you just suddenly find out that maybe there's someone who has the ability to remove from you this intractable pain that you've been living with, thinking that this is what I just have to live with for the rest of my life, and now there's someone who can bring me out of that situation. Like, what wouldn't you do to get to that person? I mean, I, I, I hate pain, and I, I hate discomfort so much, right? Like, I'm always, like, slightest headache, ah, take a Tylenol, I don't know, right? But, like, imagine, imagine the, the intensity of the crowd coming to him. We have to get to him. So he starts curing many of them. He's driving out the demons, right? Laying hands on them. We don't know. It doesn't say, did this go all through the night? We don't know if he went to bed. We don't know if he just was doing this all through the night. It just says, at daybreak, Jesus left and went to a deserted place. Not because he was sick of the people, but because he needed to be with his father, right? We see this over and over again. Jesus, this movement of, I need to be with my father. And then what happens? So it always happens, that the crowds come after him. They come after him, and they try and prevent him from leaving them again. Like, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would. Like, I can hear them saying, like, Jesus, like, you, you, we'll, we'll set you up with a really nice house. You'll never have to cook. We'll, like, we'll take care of all your needs. She'll do all your laundry. Like, don't worry about it. Like, Jesus, we, just stay with us so that... We don't ever have to suffer anything ever again. Just stay. Just please stay. But he doesn't stay. He's leaving the town. And you can almost even hear, like, as he's leaving the town, Jesus, there's just, there's just one more blind guy over here. Like, lay your hands on this guy. Like, right before, just before you leave, put your hands on this guy. Or, like, Jesus, there's this couple over here. They've got the really failing marriage. It's broken. Just, like, just, just say a word to them. Or there's a girl over here who's dying. Can you just do something for her real quick? Just right before you leave town, please. And he keeps walking. Imagine that. He keeps walking. Why? It's not because he doesn't care. It's because the need isn't necessarily the same as the call. The need is not the same as the call. I was on the phone with a very, very wise priest not too long ago, and we were talking about this. In fact, he was actually sharing this very gospel with me. I, was, I had been sharing with him a bit of how I was feeling, just as a young priest, just overwhelmed. You can feel very overwhelmed, not unlike how you and your vocations as moms and dads, grandmas, grandpas, husbands and wives, not unlike how you feel, I'm sure, at times, overwhelmed. 
There's a mountain of need. A mountain of need. A mountain of people desperate for someone, desperate for a priest to enter in and maybe not even necessarily fix their situation, just, but just be in the situation. Someone, they're desperate for someone to speak into the pain and just bring Jesus into their chaos. So many storms needing so much Jesus walking on the water. And I was sharing with him how it, there's just times I feel overwhelmed in that. And I'm telling you that not, you know, telling you not to, like, because uh, I want to shut all that down. I'm just sharing, with, sharing that with you because in any particular situation, the need, the need in front of you might not necessarily be what you're called into. I just, I share this with great reverence because, I mean, notice how Jesus is dealing with this situation in the gospel. There were still people who were sick in Capernaum when he left. There were still people who were struggling. There were still people, all of whom, who were going to die. There were still people who were dying. There were people who were going to die prematurely. There was still so much need there. But the call from his father was to move on, was to keep going. I'm not suggesting that we ignore each other's needs. Nor am I asking you to stop expressing needs to me or Father Joe. It's like it's part of a father's heart to want to meet needs. What I'm saying is like, we would do well to pause and ask the father, Father, is this what you're calling me into right now? Is this what you're inviting me into? Are you asking me to enter this situation? Are you asking me to take this on? Because the need is not necessarily the call. Jesus kept moving. Like, Father, is this need part of your call for me? Or are you calling me to keep walking to the next town, to the next town? Yesterday, the theme was discernment. Just like St. Ignatius' discernment of spirits. Today, again, it's a different kind of discernment. It requires us to pause, to not be moving at such a frenetic pace all day long, but to have moments where we can pause and ask the Father for the light, for clarity. Father, is this what you're calling me into? Are you calling me into this? Because honestly, the answer might be no. What might seem like the obvious thing, he might be saying, no, I'm not asking you to do this. And then you keep walking then you keep walking. But the most important thing is that we pause because the need is not necessarily the call. Amen.